On In Radio, on YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts, I'm James Cridden, the Radio Futurologist. This week, with the Ariana Grande concert in Manchester, in England, we saw another reminder, should we need one, of the benefit of radio in an emergency and of its localness. During a terrorist incident, mobile phone networks can quickly become overloaded, but your broadcast radio signal will not. And worse, in the immediate aftermath of an incident, false facts go around like wildfire. In this case, there was one story that circulated pretty quickly about a gunman at a local hospital, which proved fake, but it was still published by some news organisations who frankly should have known better, the Daily Express. Measured, truthful, non-sensationalised and accurate coverage is what your audience is looking for. And your responsibility to your listeners is to give them that. And even at 10.30 on a Monday night. Now, I'm not a radio programmer. I am a listener, though, and I do understand some of the technology here. So here are some things that you might want to consider. First, if you run more than one radio station in the area, you need to work out now how to simulcast your output across all of them. Do you know, it's really no good carrying coverage on your flagship FM station, but leaving your AM oldies station running in automation. What does that say about your oldies audience? So leave details somewhere in your emergency plan. And the same goes for your HD or your DAB subchannels, many of whom might not even come direct from your studio facility. This kind of stuff is non-trivial, but it's really important to get right. Produce some simple production uh, in advance. This is a special report from the studios of Hits 106.3 and Gold 1530. Find some generic news beds that might keep a listener's attention for 15 seconds or so while your presenters or producers can talk amongst themselves. Give your teams some tools for the job and they'll thank you. Work out how to pull yourself out of automation or networking if you need to, and make sure that everybody is familiar with this process, not just your station engineer. And do that real, real quick. Because one of the most important things that you have to do in an emergency is to communicate to your audience that you're aware that things are happening and that you're on the case. So understand how to get messages on the air from maybe your house, maybe someone else's house, while you get your on-air teams into the studio. It is too late. If you leave your radio station in automation while people slowly get into the studio. So, what can you actually get on the air right now in automation mode? Here are the facts as we know them. We're learning more. Our full coverage starts soon. Stay with us. And understand how to broadcast everything from a remote location if you can't actually get into the studio. Radio stations frequently occupy highly visible locations, so it really isn't guaranteed that you'll be able to get into your studio at all. And of course, get busy on social media. Yes, it'll help you gather the news if you remember to verify everything, Daily Express, but also help you communicate to your audience. And remember, many will find your radio station for the first time as a result. So help them with frequent reminders of how to tune in. Something that radio always forgets. It's just the really simple stuff of how to tune in to our radio station. So remind people of that over and over again. Radio's place during an emergency is one of our strengths, and unlike television, we can be quick and nimble with our coverage. Mobile phones mean there's literally no limits to the amount of correspondence we can get on the ground, but only if we prepare the tech first, as well as the people. So do share other tips if you can do uh, with me on Twitter or on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash radiofuturologist, um, and you can get my weekly newsletter, james.crid.land. Uh, is the website address. And stay safe this week and keep listening.